Hmm. Yeah, the Drew Brees thing. He he just need he needs a fucking a he just needs a PR person to be perfectly honest. Like that was just just get the timing right, man. What are you doing? Like why do you got to get involved in this bullshit? Like why mm-hmm. do you got to weigh in? It, it's in so unnecessary. Respect, like, this is the chance to just you know what I mean fight against what is going on, not again just infuse your own fucking personal feelings into it. Like no one gives a shit what Drew Brees thinks except for when he fucking says something stupid like that. Exactly. I just, uh, again, I remember saying a couple days ago that, you know what I mean, uh, Evander Kane had said that once white athletes start stepping up, the Tom Brady's, the Sidney Crosby's of the world, that, um, you know, maybe we'll see start, start seeing some change. And I saw a thing from Sidney Crosby, and he was the first person to say, like, I have never been, you know what I mean, a victim of discrimination in any way. I can't imagine what that feels like, but I will do everything to educate myself and support communities that do go through it. That's what somebody should say, not, oh, you know, I would never uh, kneel down for the American flag. This has nothing to do with the American flag. And those guys are not proud to be Americans while they're getting the shit kicked out of them in the street. Here's so Malcolm, Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins, his uh, teammate, Drew Brees, that is, quote, it's unfortunate because I considered past tense you a friend. I looked up to you. You're somebody I had a great deal of respect for, but sometimes you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's it. There's no need to say that. There's, there's right, like you there's, hear, uh, there's, there's no need to say that shit right now. He's probably said that already in the past. Like everybody's got that got his opinion on record. You know, a lot of people already weighed in on that. Why dig that up again? You know, here's uh, here's so uh, Cromarty, uh, Antonio Cromarty. His uh, his reaction was. <laughs> Hey, Drew, you are in the locker with nothing but black men. And for you to sit here and think the kneeling protest was about a fucking flag, a flag don't give a shit about the black community. Uh, Cromartie listed several black people who have died as a result of police brutality, including uh, George, uh, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. Uh, the list goes on and on, you stupid motherfucker. That's why we took a knee. Some of us lost our jobs because we wanted to, to stand for those that couldn't. And you're here talking about a damn flag when I have to teach my sons and daughters how to act around cops and you may not even and you may not even help save them. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Do you know do you know do you know what's disrespectful to the American flag? Um, uh, using excessive force against journalists. Yeah, killing Americans. You know, get the, the fuck out! Of, get the I fuck just, out of here. I just talked to Miranda last night. Actually, she sent me that article, and she said, "Yeah, like it's her job is not safe right now. Not as no. in, yeah. she could lose it, but performing it is actually not safe." I watched the thing with these Australian reporters, and there was uh, there was two of them on the side of the road. And the cops, when they came in, like they hammered the cameraman with one of their uh, the shields that they use. They hit yeah. him right, right in the gut, and then you see another guy come over with the with the baton. But the uh, the commentators are Australian. You just gotta love the accent because they're kind of laughing about it. They're like. Oh, you said he just took a little bit of a hit. He took a shot right in the guts. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty wild scene out there. Right they're now. used. They're used to playing Aussie rules footy. So there are no <laughs> yeah, pussies out nothing. there. Yeah. A little shot to the gut. It's like, yeah, right. <laughs> little poke in a tummy, mate. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. 
Um, yeah, that's that's it, there's there's a real outcry in the international community about um, the the way that these police are treating journalists. I saw there's I saw a video today of um, the 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 cops dismantling and dismantling like a medic station, like a health station that was set up, and and roughing up medics that were there to treat uh, protesters that were injured by the police during the whole scuffle or injured by each other or whatever. Uh, and that's actually a war crime. Like you're look not allowed look to who's at the top of the pile and the guy has the guy hates the media. So yeah, yeah. people who are, I mean, they, if it's, it, you know, it's chain of command, if it's coming from down on high, go beat the shit out, get, silence the media, then people are going to do that. You've seen that a thousand times over. It's just that it's happening in a Western democracy, and that's a little alarming. Oh, I watched it. I read a thing yesterday. Well, first of all, I watched the thing where they were showing uh, Trump talking about uh, when he did his big speech there before walking over to the church because he's Johnny fucking church. But he uh, he was talking about how, you know what I mean, we got to send the military out and they need to dominate the streets. Like, dominate the streets. Fucking idiot. But anyway, yeah. they and again, it, this may be just TV playing with your brain a little bit, but they're literally showing a split screen of him saying this. And then you've got the screen with the protesters and the cops like face to face. And almost the moment that he said, I'm, you know, I mean, allowing blah, blah, blah to dominate the street. You see the fucking cops start pushing and start, you know, pushing the protesters again. It might be just a made yeah. for TV kind of cut shot. Um, but I still think that it is. Uh, I mean, his 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 comments are so dangerous um, because he's the president of the United States, whether or not he's a fucking idiot. He's still the president of the United States for now. Well, he was he, uh, like, so before, before he made that call to all the governors, he took a phone call from Vladimir Putin. So I don't know what that tells you, but he always gets yeah. the best ideas when he, when he, when he gets off the phone with Putin or they, it I seems guess they, like, yeah, <laughs> literally the only thing that he can do to make it worse is up the police presence and up the brutality of the police. Like that's like literally the worst thing that you could possibly do in this situation Guy gets off the phone with Vladimir Putin, and it's exactly what he tells everybody to do. Uh, I don't know if you heard the audio clip of him talking about that, uh, because the audio clip is actually leaked. And it's this, this conference call that he's talking to all the governors where he's saying that, like, you know, you got to go out there. You got to dominate these you're, protesters. You're look like a, you, you look like a bunch of jerks. Yeah. You look like yeah. fools. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. As he's that was the day before he. Uh, he rushed to the bunker <laughs> you and that? turned the lights out yeah. and hit under and the bed. He was there to inspect. Oh, no, I was no, going, no, just going down to, to inspect it. Going down to check it out. That's, that's what they're saying. The comments like, oh, you're checking for its bunkeriness? <laughs> the country's burning down and people hate me, so I thought I'd go down to my well-fortified <laughs> bunker just to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> just to go inspect. It's just so have a look. A random 11 o'clock at bad. night at inspection with my family. Quick, run, run, everyone yeah, down. And I, I, th I thought I'd better bring my wife and my son along to check it out. <laughs> Yeah. He's, he's actually inciting violence at this point. Like yes, he's he actually is. like like that's the, just that, it, guys. It's, he's the, inciting anger. He's inciting division. He's, he's done it since the beginning. He's yeah, called. There, there was a clip where he called for Trump supporters to show up at the White House and surround the White House to protect it with arms and shit. Like it's 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 a shit show. Mm. It's an absolute shit show. And like they got to get rid of him, man. Like I, it's like, they got to get rid of him. Can they? I read, a, I read a really cool article yesterday about, I mean, you know, I mean, Benny and I have talked about this before. What happens if he fucking says, no, the the uh, election was fraudulent. I'm not going to leave. That's and what, yeah. uh, this guy wrote a book about it. And actually through research, he discovered that 
There is actually nothing written in the Constitution, the American Constitution, that talks about kind of a seamless transition of power. Um, and the reason that they never wrote it is because they never in a million they, they just years yeah. thought that this was going to happen, where somebody was going to be like, no, I'm not leaving. I'm not, I'm not going to go anywhere. The results are fraudulent. Apparently, if you know, I mean, one uh, January 10th, 2020 comes around at noon, that is when he is no longer, or the person that was in previous, is no longer president. If there is some sort of issue, apparently Nancy Pelosi takes over as president of the United States for a for a time being until they get it figured out. The speaker, interesting, of yeah, it was it was it was really cool. But I just thought it was interesting that they don't have any sort of uh, system around <laughs> avoiding this because they don't. It's just you know, he could he could contest that election and we're in for a fuck. The last time I think yeah. election was in two thousand. I'm sure Benny remembers that with uh, Bush, uh, Bush and Gore. Gore and Bush, and uh, the only reason that the sorry the Supreme Court stepped in on that, the only reason that that stopped wasn't because the Supreme Court just made a decision. It's because Al Gore fucking conceded. Yeah. Do you think Donald Trump is going to concede? No. No. I I don't think. I'm like so interested to see what happens. In in conversations I've had with my friends, like I I've said, I don't think that that he's win or lose he's going to leave office no. i think i think that um you know he he's been planting the seed of voter fraud for yeah. four to six years yeah. uh it wouldn't be a hard sell at this point to just accuse voter fraud for one but like Especially with mail-in if you look yeah exactly exactly yeah whatever it is it doesn't really matter there doesn't have to be any reality in what he says it's just whatever he says kind of hit people eat up but um look he what also, he's, sorry go ahead no i was gonna say like uh, w- w- once he leaves office he's got like so lawsuits that are waiting for him That's like right. these, the, the, the 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 department of justice uh that that ag bar guy uh he's he's gone out and said that 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 uh which is, I don't believe it, but I mean, this is why Trump appointed him. He, he's gone out on record and said that a, a president essentially is above the law. They can't be charged. They can't be tried uh, while they're an active president. So, so he's got all these lawsuits, that, especially in New York, that are parked waiting for him to get out of office. And these are like criminal and civil lawsuits. So like he's, as soon as he gets out of the office, he's going to be he's going to be just destroyed by lawsuits. So there's no incentive for him to leave. Like there's no point. And he doesn't give a fuck. So why would he leave? Right. So we'll see. You see him telling his poor wife to fucking smile when they were at that photo op and he just really leans over and he's like, you got to smile. Poor her. her. All all she ever wanted to be was a whore. And now she's the fucking first lady of the United States. And I don't think that that was exactly what she was planning. Like to go from mail order bride to first lady is... (laughs) It's a tough, it's a tough road for her. I feel bad for her. I don't know. It's an interesting career traje- trajectory. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, your resume looks amazing. <laughs> Good lord! Right on. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, uh, Melania, I, I, I can, I don't like. You know, poor all of us, because Trump has put at this point, Trump has put all of us through a lot of bullshit. And and, and I think, you know, Melania's shown her character by sticking by him the entire time. So fuck her. Well, but, I don't think um, she has a choice, but yeah. Well, I mean, everybody has a choice. What would she do? She could leave. Why wouldn't she be able to leave? His last wife left him. Like, I don't. I, the wife, the president of the wife can't leave him. 
That, <laughs> that along with the lawsuits, like Melania's going the same day the lawsuits all start. Once I, would, like, I would. I mean, if you're trying to, if you're if in any way concerned about your public perception or just ethical personal fucking accountability in any way whatsoever i i you can make a case for just leaving like i, I don't see there don't were know. times there where hillary, she hasn't been seen hillary for months stuck, hillary stuck with bill and she wound up running for president herself yeah i can, yeah. I can picture melania doing that in about 15 years i've never seen melania put a sentence together so i don't i don't know that she could do that but then again trump's struggles to do that as well so um yeah i don't know we never got a, cha- a chance to talk about the uh, the 21 seconds of silence not heard around the world. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That was really what's dramatic. A, what's the thing? Well, I, as I, I watched it again yesterday and I'm thinking to myself, is he being dramatic? Does he not have a fucking clue what he wants to say? Or is he know. tiptoeing around Trump? It was so odd. What an odd thing to do. <laughs> I think he's I being did, dramatic. Does anybody, does, has anybody ever seen The Family Guy where Peter makes... Uh, dad noises. Uh, <laughs> it was like, you know, and it's like, <sighs> and he ends it with like, shabadoo or something. <laughs> Some nonsensical thing. And I was just waiting for shabadoo to come out of Trudeau's mouth. Like, shabadoo. I was like, wow. I was like, come on, say shabadoo. shabadoo. The whole time you're probably just thinking, don't say moist. Don't say moistly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, with Trudeau, the thing is about Trudeau, and and I like Trudeau. I like a lot of what he's done. I mean, I've like I don't like a lot of what he's done as well. But the thing is about that that twenty second thing. It just came off to me as like really rehearsed and inauthentic. Like it seemed like how do you, how do you not expect a question like that for one? So yeah. like he knows it's coming. Either, either either his spin doctors need to find another career, or. Uh, that was rehearsed. Like yeah, it, was it, it didn't, fe- it didn't feel authentic, but nothing awkwardly for as long as possible. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's your strategy. Uh, if somebody yeah. asks, say nothing. <laughs> look like look as though you didn't see that question coming. <laughs> he can't win though, because you know Can- Canadians criticize him for not saying anything uh, and not not uh, shitting on Trump directly. And then anytime he does, Trump comes back and fucks the country over so he's kind of in a weird spot right like the saying nothing like again whether it was it, it i think it was crafted every i think everything that trudeau does is crafted but but um it actually might be the perfect response because he doesn't necessarily get in hot water or not but i don't i don't know trump sees something if trump were to see something like that he'll lose it either way so it doesn't Ouch. matter Outside of coming from families of privilege, I don't think you could find two more diametrically opposed men. Like they are just, yeah, they are not sure. at all. Not only in who they are, but how they're perceived. I don't think you could find any men, any two men in the world more diametrically opposed than JT and DT. Yeah. What I, there's actually a, a guy that works for, uh, for the CBC. He's also a, a CEO for a couple of different comments that got fired because he made some comments um, on Tuesday about uh, Trudeau's comments about systemic race, uh, racism in Canada. And that, it's not that I fully agree that, like, I agree that there is racism in Canada. What I don't agree with Trudeau's statement is that the question was asked about the United States and the situation that's going on there. And instead of, addressing what was going on there 
he basically just self-deprecated everybody in Canada. Well, you know, we're there's a lot of racists here too, and it's like, well, that's not. I know, but yeah, but if you look back, there there's not. You'd be hard pressed to look back and in our lifetimes anyway, to find a Canadian prime minister who came out and said that the, the guy's a buffoon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll never find them. We constantly kowtow to them because we're so damn dependent on them. Yeah. I mean, it's really tough. It's yeah. it, we're in a really tough position. We kind of have to like, sure. Like, man. We live next this, door to an elephant. Yeah. Like even back, well, even back in the, the George Bush days, I mean, we, we definitely stood tall and, and didn't go into Iraq, Iraq or the, any yeah, of that, that stuff. Was, right. was probably the last time that, you know, we openly defied a U.S. president and his, yeah. and his, uh, that, was Mar- that, was, uh, that wasn't Cretchen, that was Martin. No, when, it was, uh, Cret- I'm certain when we, were it was to to, when we were deciding to go to Iraq, that was Martin. Cause I remember actually being fucking quite proud. It might've been like a transition between the two of them. No, um, it was, it was, it was, I'm willing to bet it was Chrétien. I can remember him mentioning it, saying it in I the can, House I'll of Commons as prime I'll minister. But, uh, yeah, you know, and I think that was, a, that was a time when it was, it was a, there was a level of pride to be Canadian. Like, Hey, look at us. We're stepping up. We're standing up to, standing up to the elephant, as, as Benny said. Uh, I think that this was an opportunity because there is no right and wrong with this situation. There is only one fucking side to choose. Um, so he, I, I think, could have drawn a little bit of a line in the sand and mm. said, like, the, you know, I mean, I, I don't know how he words it. And I'm not the prime minister, and I wasn't asked that question in front of 25 fucking million people. So I don't know how I would have responded. I probably would have said something <laughs> instead of yeah. just kind of standing there, sitting, sitting there quietly. Again, if it was a, if it was an intentionally crafted moment, I think it was poorly executed. I think maybe the intention was be, you know what I mean? Think about it, be retrospective before you answer it, but don't stand there like a fucking dummy for 21 seconds. Going, uh, uh, mm, uh, mm. Like just fucking answer the question or don't. <laughs> even, even, even a lot of Trump's former cronies are coming out, speaking out against it. James Mattis is defense yeah. secretary who just retired, really who, re, who resigned last or in 2018, resigned, didn't, wasn't fired, mm-hmm. but resigned, said, this is deplorable. Like, yeah, just he just came out and absolutely slammed it. Yeah, the using number of people that like it's yeah. a number of former Trump staffers are saying he's gone too far. Like this is too much. So Mattis, Mattis was like not like Matt, Mattis was definitely chosen and and was part of the Trump administration at, at some point. But Mattis has a, he's he's got a lot of credibility. You know what I mean? He's not like that. To be part of that. Well, yeah. no, he was like a concession that Trump made. Like they they picked Mattis because they wanted like like it, picking Mattis wasn't necessarily like a Trump decision, which is why he didn't last as long as some of the other people. Like there's a couple people in there, especially the first string of hiring people with Trump, where he he picked a lot of like you know uh, uh repu- lifelong republican figureheads and stuff and then over time they started to realize that they weren't really there and then it's like the second wing of people when he fired everyone and then brought next people like john bolton and like all these other people that are that are like just coming in these opportunists that are coming in and like i just want to fucking make money essentially is what a lot of these people I want a job as a Fox News correspondent somewhere down the road like his current press secretary that chick will will be she'll be huge on Fox News I guarantee it his current uh, McEnany or whatever her name is 
She's pretty cute too. So so fucked. <laughs> so fucked. Um. Yeah. It's it's. But I don't know. We'll 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 see. I I I liked that the way Tr- Trudeau said it though. He said. Uh, ho- we're we're watching with horror and consternation, and I don't know that you can without saying yo fuck you Trump. I don't know how else. Oh, it was how much harder you. you can come down on it. Like yeah, like it was horror, a fuck you. The horror is a strong word. Like and and it's it's appropriate in this circumstance because we're affected by it in Canada just because we're so close to it and our society's built so similarly to the United States. Um, so you can imagine what his thoughts were in that one, but yeah, it's it, it's not really Justin Trudeau's job to weigh in on every international crisis at every opportunity either. So no. like, we're going through bullshit right now. I like that. Foc- like we're fo- like let's focus on Canada. Focus on whatever. I just don't think like he. I mean, everything that that guy does, Trudeau seems like it's not authentic like and crafted so it's i don't know if that's why i saw it that way but he just seems like everything's put on and everything's this big performance and whatever yeah so, you're a drama teacher you can't help it yeah <laughs> dramatic guy he is a dramatic guy I saw someone and, say that yeah. his performance reminded him of a kid at a christmas concert that forgot his lines <laughs> he's just standing there yeah it was killing me though. Like watching it, he's just like he does this thing where the little foot. Are you gonna say mention the little foot shift? Uh, that one, Chris? Because no, that was, no. There was the foot shift. There was the one. The one for me was when he looked down at the mic, and then like down for a second for like I don't know five seconds, and then he looked back up at the camera and stared at the camera. Yeah, he like, and with he, his serious face on. He does a little just, thing with his jaw where he goes. Yeah, yeah. A little. Crunchy. It was so. He practiced that in the mirror. That was not like, and I don't blame him. You have to. You're the prime minister in front of the entire country. It's your job to be prepared. But it was the foot shuffle, and then another few seconds. Like I'm gonna say, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta. uh, Nope, nope. You give him. uh, You gotta give him this though with Trudeau. Okay, hate him or love him. He's so so. He's good at making headlines and getting noticed. Whether you like it or not, he's creative in the way that he approaches certain problems that, he, you know, whatever he does it in such a way that people just react to it. And and in a positive he's way, so goddamn he's, he's good great. Looking, that's why that could be it, too. Yeah, that it could doesn't be it hurt. Too. Doesn't yeah. hurt. I yeah. mean, it's a, it's a scientifically proven fact that people are more forgiving of and accepting of good looking people, beautiful mm. people. He's it's got a, a soft it's a, it's, voice. He's got a soothing demeanor. Yeah. He's a good-looking dude. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you I mean, Let's go to the bar. But no, they, does, they've he's, done he's tests. That, yeah. They've done tests where they hold up two photos. Uh, <laughs> these people, like, they hold up a photo and then another thing, and you know, they say this person committed this crime. What should the sentence be? And good-looking people get drastically reduced sentences compared to ugly people. You never see ugly people on those prison shows, like world's toughest prisons. It's never good looking people. It's always no, of course not ugly people. So, yeah, <laughs> they treat it like 300. They look at you and if you're ugly, ugly, they throw you off the mountain. Yeah, I always feel like tall people too get a significant advantage in like social advantage. Particular, yeah, particularly men. But that probably runs for women. too. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would say mostly mostly men. I guess is what I mean. Is like women get it. Tall tall women get a bad rap sometimes. You know what I mean? True. Worse yeah. than the reverse. Amazon and blah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but like tall guys, True. like you don't even have to be like you don't have like even have to have a personality to get laid if you're tall. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Well, you don't I'm, have to do I'm anything. Only, I'm only five eleven, so I did. I did have to put some work into it. <laughs> I yeah, lifts in my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't I, like. I don't. I don't want to come off sounding bitter. I'm five six. You know what I mean. So it's not like I don't. I don't. I don't judge people that way I, I wish I was fucking 6'5 I, I would be uh, I would be prime minister yeah, right now I, I'll five. tell you it's such cruel fate when like you know six is sort of six feet is sort of that gold standard of you know okay I, you know that's that's how tall men should be even though the average man is what five nine or ten I think five nine I think something like that anyway to, to, you know and I was a short kid I was I when I got my dri- when I got my driver's license I was five foot three when it's I got my license book just to drive and then I just <laughs> shot shot up yeah and then I shot up in a year but and but you know as you're reaching the finish line that six foot finish line to get stopped short at 511 it's like oh fuck come yeah. on yeah One you know more. what you know what sucks about it too is it's not even like most things in your life you're like you know if I fucking work hard and I put in the effort I could yeah. do can't just grow taller it doesn't yeah. work like that I know so I'm stuck stuck at five nine and I like to throw in the half I'm five nine. Well, and that's the thing too. This, this is the other thing about being five eleven. You have to say you're five eleven because if you say you're six feet, there's always going to be some dickhead who's going to go, "No, no, you're you're not quite." Si-. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. can't get for some reason. It's one of those things. Like if I if my goal weight was one eighty, right, and I weighed one seventy eight and said I tip about one eighty, nobody would say. Mm. Yeah. But if you're five eleven and you say you're six feet tall. You can tell there's, 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 there's skepticism every you can, time. You can look at someone and be like, "You're not six feet, fuck off." Yeah, are you sure? Six feet, huh? You sure? <laughs> yeah, and the half is great. You got it. You have to add I'm that. Add it in with the rage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes me feel like more of a man, I guess. I That's know. what I say. I say five, six and a half. <laughs> yeah, and what, yeah. And what age are you done with the half thing, too? Like for your kids? Yeah, I eight. say, I say, like, really? Well, like no, my daughter's I, two and a half, and then my other daughter's five and a half. Yeah, but I'm I think thinking, one, I'm not gonna say I'm ten thinking and a half. five. Five's the cutoff, I think. Oh, <laughs> after that, you're just you're you're six. Never mind with this half business. So I can't say that I'm forty and a half. Yeah, yeah, I'm forty. I'm forty nine and three quarters, <laughs> or whatever it is I am right now. You know, it's like, no, you're you're fifty. Thank <laughs> You always want to round up with the half when you're little, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if somebody asks me now, I'm not 49 and a half. I'm I'm 49. <laughs> I'm 49 right up until November 30th at 11:59 p.m. How's the? In fact, uh, in fact, I was born at 9:10 p.m. So I'm technically I'm I'm sticking with 49 right up until. Hold on, as long as you can. Yeah. How's the job treating you there, buddy? I heard you were hurting oh, yesterday after fuck. 15 hours of fucking lifting stuff. Dude, well, okay. So, okay. When, are, are, have we been rolling or is this is this where we get going on this? Because I, I did want to mention something and I know that we're a little upset about, you know, upsetting sensitivities and stuff. But I did have a moment in my head. Now, listen, I don't, I don't know if it's that. 
I've been in, I would say, four or five meaningful long-term relationships, right? Uh, with w women, girlfriends, wives that I've moved and packed with. And, and now uh, being in the junk removal business, here, here's the backstory. Okay, so the other day, it was just me and one other guy. We, first, our first thing, big thing of the day we had to move was a piano. Jesus. Has anyone ever tried to lift a piano? <laughs> You know how many free it, pianos you can get on no. Kajiki because nobody so, wants a fucking no, piano. And not, not just was it a, a stand-up piano, an upright yeah. piano, but it had to go through the front door and then down some stairs. Yeah, obviously. Do you guys have any equipment or what? Like No. Strap. Just hand-bombing it? You guys hand-bombing oh, it. It's insane. But I will, t I will say this. How many people? I, two. And no, if it's that's just ridiculous. Junk, you can just roll the piano down the stairs, can't you? You well, you can, but you can't damage the door frame and oh. the stairs on the way out. You gotta tell you gotta this has gotta go out delicately. Like the stairs were concrete, so we could scuff those up. We didn't have to lift it upright down the stairs, thank God. But okay, so we do the piano, and then about three, four hours later, we're at another house. They have two washing machines in the basement. Ugh. Here's the kicker line, though, and it was a woman who owned the house. Here's the kicker line, and it brought back so many memories of moving with female partners. She said, they're just little ones, though. Uh -huh. Like, I hate to tell you this, but in the world of picking things up, there are no little washing machines. <laughs> no, they have a concrete block in the bottom of them. Like, have, you, have you ever been on the business end of a washing machine before yeah. and i kind of felt like you know like me saying delivering a baby can't be that hard they're just little yeah you know, yeah they're just little the baby's only this big what could be so hard about that <laughs> I mean, a little washing machine like go fuck yourself this yeah. thing's heavy it's They're spoken just like a person that's never picked up a washing never, machine in their life. Exactly. And I immediately, in my head, I have to admit, I went, fuck women. Jesus. <laughs> I did. Like, do you know how many times I've moved where, like, okay. Do you know how many times I've moved where it's like any boxes left? And there's that one box that you could probably fit four Vern Troyers into. And it, when you oh, go yeah, to pick yeah, it up, yeah, yeah. it feels like there's four midgets inside. Because, because, I got, I got I, like, when's the last time you lifted a fucking heavy box? You're looking over your fucking shoulder. Right. And then the kicker is, you go to pick that box up to find out how heavy it is, and she's done the seam of the bottom of the box with three pieces of fucking scotch tape and a, a pile of bubble gum. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you expecting the bottom of the box to stay in here when it weighs 140 fucking pounds? Just, just every hardcover book we fucking own. Yeah, every, yeah exactly. Oh, there's a bookshelves. I've got a box big enough to fit them all. And then my husband can just carry it out to the van, like... What the fuck? <laughs> it was. We're, I, I'm trying to remember. Like, I'm pretty sure there were there were females in my physics class. <laughs> Clearly, you weren't paying attention. Like, for fuck's sake, oh, that's just a little washing machine. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a fucking heavy piece of metal. That's just so a little one. So you're I loving did. your new job, eh? You guys hiring? So, <laughs> so let me back that up. But here's the thing: is I kind of, I kind of dig it. 
<laughs> I, I do. I do. I kind of did. You know what? I, I can tell. You know, I, I got to live a lifelong dream with that piano. After we were done, I got to shove a piano out the back of a cube van with all my, like, just ready. One, two, three. Oh, that's sick. Dinner. That's right. all right. And the thing, it was me and the other guy who had lifted the thing out. And it was just, how are we getting this out of here? And I, he asked me, and I looked at him, I said, I'll tell you how we're getting it out of here. Nice. Ready? And one, two, three, and we fucking launched this thing out in the back of a truck. It's funny, too, because when you're emptying a moving truck of junk, you can throw a piece of, I don't know, a small block of wood, and somehow, you know, you'll, you'll hit somebody or something on the ground, or it skips off the side of the truck. That piano was the cleanest launch of anything <laughs> set out the back of that truck. It went like gone. Where do you dump? Like, where do you dump it? Like, what is it? Just at the dump? Yeah, city dump. Just going to the dump. Yeah, you had to pay tonnage and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what, what, what was the tonnage on a fucking piano? Yeah, a couple fucking washing oh, machines and a piano. I, I have no idea. Oh, you don't I have know? No idea oh, okay. what it weighed. And then yesterday's adventure, I had to go to Kitchener, and this guy wanted, uh, like, all around the dumpster of a housing complex cleaned oh. up. Yeah, it was a queen-size mattress that had been sitting there for I don't know how long. Uh. And you know the rain we got. This thing rained. <laughs> oh. So I had to hire two strange dudes. I said, you guys want to make 10 bucks each? Sure. Okay, get an end to this thing because it was me by myself. Jesus. And this mattress had to weigh like three, four hundred pounds. It was just completely <laughs> water. You're like fucking subcontracting the job. I know. Out. I am. That's I'm really a subcontractor. <laughs> I'm a sub. I'm a sub subcontractor. Is what, yeah. what, I, what I was. Just said yeah, no, yeah, Good job, boys. <laughs> there is. I mean, I've been doing desk jobs for over twenty five years now. So there yeah. is. Like, I'm sore and I feel beat up, but there is, at the end of it, there is, a, I don't know, there's, a, maybe it'll be short-lived, but there's a certain satisfaction in coming off a day of just absolutely beating the shit out of your own body. Yeah, it's like after working out, like, you're tired and your yeah. muscles are sore, but you have that, like, feeling of, you know what, I fucking accomplished something today. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got, I got something done. Because radio, hey, radio is not high impact. That's for sure. It is not a high impact job. No, I think I gained forty pounds when I started working radio. Right, <laughs> right. and and there there'd be days where you know with fundraising and and that kind of shit where I'd finish a day at work and thought, wow, I really got something accomplished today. Like I did yeah. something, but it's not the same sense of accomplishment as just feeling physically. Probably maybe, maybe more of a man thing. Like a man thing, like you're yeah, like, you know what? Okay, I'm so physically, I'm physically worn out. I accomplished something as a man, <laughs> right? Like, like and, and 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 you know, like yesterday when I was bringing up generalizations, Chris and Mark and I uh, had a conversation last night, and I know that generalizations are a very dangerous thing, but I think you can openly talk about them because we all have our generalizations, such as men for some reason most men again a generalization is just that it's not it's not a stereotype and it's not malicious but i think it would be fair to say that men get more satisfaction out of physical labor than women do that's not to say that no woman gets satisfaction out of it it's just men identify with it more and maybe maybe that's society maybe that's societal maybe that's cultural or maybe it's just the way we're hardwired that this is this is what what we do you know 
Maybe that's why women are just hardwired to shove an elephant in a box and ask you to pick it up. Because it's a little elephant. <laughs> right? So, I, like, that, that, that was kind of where that wanting to have that conversation came from. And there was a whole bunch that, that came up. And I know it's, it's very dangerous, very dangerous territory. But, I mean. I just, yeah. I just it, don't be, like uh, we, we this is we had this conversation last night over. I just mm. don't believe in the whole generalization thing. Like I understand that they exist and people make generalizations about like whatever, like like race, <laughs> general, like 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 stereotypes or whatever. But I just from my experience, and I'm not just saying this to make some like some some you know stand on on against stereotypes, but just from my experience, none of them really hold all that much water when when you see it play out. Like like the the one the one that came up yesterday, for example, is driving, right? Like like and I'm, like that's a common generalization is that women are bad drivers. But like and I get, and everyone knows that one, right? Everyone knows that generalization. But from my experience, yeah. though driving to work and back the people that are the worst drivers that that really like that i see on a regular basis it's it's old guys it's old like like young guys are like i'm just but i'm doing a commute right so it's a it's a very specific like i'm in there early in the morning so it's it's a very different um demographic like old like younger guys can drive recklessly for sure um, but like the old, like, like old men don't give a fuck about anything. They don't signal. They don't that's fucking, a that's a generalization. you know what I mean? But that's a generalization. <laughs> no, this is just right? what I see. This is just what I see. Right. Yeah. So like, I don't like versus, versus the, the women drivers. Like I, like from my experience, I mean, women drive slower than guys, you know, but like, I don't see slowness as like a bad driver. Yeah. From my experience, it's not that women drive slower. It's that they don't have any ability to control their speed. And you can tell when there's one behind you, when they're right on your fucking ass and then they're a hundred meters back and then they're right on your ass and then they're a hundred meters back. And then they're, they, they just can't find that fucking pocket of driving 60. They have to drive either 90 or five. Um, and yeah. I will say this, you know what I mean? Uh, when, when I'm driving around with my wife, uh, even if like, even if she's driving, if somebody does something stupid on the road, she'll be like, ah, oh, fuck. And I'll be like, oh, what happened? She's like, oh, never mind. I'm like, it was a woman, wasn't it? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> she knows. She knows. <laughs> it just, it seems, it, it seems to me that it's, it's, you know, we, we there's a, it's, it's one of those things that is just, you can make all the generalizations in the world you want. And Chris, and I'm not saying this to attack you or anything, but I mean, you make yeah. generalizations. It's just men and women. For particularly for men, we're afraid to make those generalizations when they're not even really generalizations. I think they're just facts. <laughs> well, like, what's a, what's a fact though? So, because that's what I don't believe. I don't. I believe like all of that stuff is like it's so it's all relative. Like you know what I mean? If you put if you put women are bad drivers in your head every woman that you see on the road that's a bad driver is just going to act as proof but you and you're going to just completely neglect all of the other shit that you see right but then then okay so i i would even be interested in looking up the difference the dictionary difference between a generalization and a stereotype is there a difference i think i think stereotypes are cultural a generalization um yeah so a general statement or concept obtained by uh, inference from specific cases so it's it's very broad it's it could right. be a generalized you can make a generalization about 
hot pockets or a generalization about women, right? Uh, but I think a stereotype might be um, uh, a widely but, held but fixed and oversimplified image or idea of a particular okay. type of person or thing. Yeah. So, so it's that, a stereotype, the, right? So that, that is the difference. It says that generalizations um, are are generally based on facts, experiences, examples, or logic. There we go. Okay. Stereotypes so I, are I am opinion. I think based on I am not oversimplified of stereotypes. Yeah. What Chris is saying about generalizations is what I would say about stereotypes, and I'm not into those. But generalizations are. <laughs> I mean, yes, they're more based in fact. And my fact, from what I infer in my experience, is that women are just bad to move with. It, it's just, it's, it's not yeah. a good scene. And, you know, it I mean, never with, is. With generalization, like, there's also positive ones. Like, I was talking about this with my wife yesterday, where women have a way fucking higher pain threshold than men do. You can see that just when we get the flu versus when a woman gets the flu. Absolutely. Let's not even, let's not even get into, you know, I mean, pushing a fucking baby out. Because if men had to push a baby out of any hole in our body, the fucking population of this planet would not be 8 billion That's, people. I'll fucking and, tell you that right now. Right, and that's that's kind of what I'm I'm trying to get at is why why it just seems to me that especially when it I don't know gender's a big one where you're almost afraid to admit to upholding a generalization without it coming off as a stereotype. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. why can't why can't why can't you just say and why how come we can't laugh at each other and one another like and ourselves? Do you know what I mean? Like when I asked the question last night, how long before you can feel comfortable? Like I mean, if Amanda would have said, "How was your day at work?" My honest response was, "Fuck, another woman who said." <laughs> It's just a little dishwasher, right? But I'm a, I, I, I'm afraid to do that because now I sound like a male chauvinist, and that's not the case. Like I, I yeah, almost like I, I felt guilty in my head for thinking women, but I did. Like and a generalizable women, they take too long to get ready. It's not a bad thing. You just take too fucking long to get ready because you, you have take, more to do. You take too goddamn long. <laughs> It's not a bad thing. It's just right. So that's what I mean. Like, when, 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 how come we can't just laugh about some of these things? Yeah, right? we definitely. I mean, Wait, we don't. I, you I, definitely I think, can. I, I think women can sit back and laugh, and and often do at some of the shit, the goofy shit we do. Can I make yeah. a generalization about women that I think? Like, the look, three at of this, us look at this. Look at this guy. Look at this guy launching a piano out the back of a truck. He feels like he just performed brain surgery for Christ's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> look at Ben. Man, my, general, muscles, my generalization yeah. about women that I think we can all probably agree with is, um, yes, when a fella goes to the bathroom and you go in after, it can stink. But when a woman goes to the bathroom and takes a shit, that is the worst fucking smelling thing that has ever been on the planet Earth. Really? It's, it's, it's awful. And I'm not just talking to my wife now. Like, I'm talking every woman I have ever walked in the bathroom after. I don't know if it's because they hold it longer and that shit stays inside them longer or what. <laughs> A fucking generalization based on fact: women shit stinks worse than men shit. <laughs> Drawing my shitty line in the sand right now, right, right there. Yeah, now I'd be more of them, so I think collectively mine probably stink. But just a one-off, that's you know, there's no fucking doubt. There's no doubt. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's on on average. I don't know. It's tough to say. Like I, I would say, you know, I'm the one in our apartment doing the most damage 
Consistently. So, consistently. Perfect, you are a consistent attacker of the toilet. She is a one-off, but it's a fucking nuke every time. No, I wouldn't no? say that. Uh-huh. It's, no, not not in my not in my case. See, based so, on it'd be tough to facts, say. It's not a generalization that women are stinky. Yeah. It's tough to say. It's tough to say. Like it, I mean, you know, I'm an equal opportunity. We should smeller. we should we should bring. Um, <laughs> I like them both. We, we should do that tomorrow. We should have um, have your wife on, and we could discuss the merits of that. Yeah, we we can talk about. <laughs> we can talk about we how bad all of our all of our bad, how bad Madame La Five smells. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh la 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 merde. <laughs> um, yeah, there's lots of there's lots of stuff. I mean, that about general like generalization is the one that 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 men don't uh, you know share their emotions. Here's another yeah, Chris. I think I'm, that's I'm glad pretty, you brought this pretty, up. Yeah, now, yeah. I think that, I, I think I that one's a pretty verifiable one. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's definitely outliers. Like we were talking about uh, yesterday. Like, I would say I'm more of an outlier, as in I I'm more open with that stuff than most you people. Do, but you definitely you know, are. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 Mark for sure too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's. Uh, you know, it, it's we we're we're not as we're not as stoic and reserved as Ben. I don't know I don't know how he does it, but uh, <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's got the restraint that we do, just can't seem to get a grasp on. You're a vault man. Just open but, up. <laughs> <laughs> is it, but that's like okay. So is, is it just me? Am I? Is this my perception, or is this just a fact that men have no problem admitting to and just saying, "Yeah, that's that's sus." But we have a harder time discussing things where we just go, yeah, that's just women. Mm. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I, I think no guys are just saying, used yeah, to it's just just a dumb guy thing. I have no problem admitting that there are th- things that w- women, in general, do better than men. Not all, th- but in general. But I think we're you know we're a to, more to, 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 than women are. Right. I think we're willing to look at our flaws and point them out a little bit more. I think women are maybe a little less inclined to be like, yeah, you know what? I can That's be a, a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can be like, That's like really when I wake up, sometimes I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. A woman would never wake up and be like, well, I shouldn't say never, but for the most part, it wouldn't be like, wow, I was a real bitch this morning. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if anything, I'd be the guy saying, hey, I'm sorry if I did something this morning to upset you. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. I did something as an asshole. I apologize. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a it's an uncomfortable and awkward thing, and I don't know why that has to be. I, well, I guess I do know why that has to be from centuries of gender oppression and and everything else. You know what I mean? Like there's, it, it's like a black white thing. It, it's there's been one dominant division for way too long, and being in that dominant division to say, well, I can't understand why there are sensitivities or whatever is. Right, it kind of comes off sounding like Drew Brees. Well, so, yeah, it's very mirrored in what's going on right now in the subtly. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But I, I just wish there could be a little bit more open dialogue between amongst ourselves and between the genders. Just about okay. Here's what we do well, and here's what we don't. Yeah, I, I think, think a lot of relationships it. would be better if we just could acknowledge, admit our strengths and weaknesses, some of which are based on just the way we're wired. Yeah, and I think that those are the relationships that. Yeah, I think those are the relationships that last the longest is the ones where you can be honest and say you know, mm. and have fun with those things. I think the ones, the relationships that don't last are uh, you get together and those little things are kind of cute at the beginning. And then after like six months, you're like, fuck, that's annoying that you do that. And you, you can't you can't have fun with it. I think if you mm. meet somebody that you can, you know, I mean, have fun with it and they can equally have fun with your, you know what I mean? 
faults, if you want to call them that. Uh, that that's the uh, the basis for a long term relationship. Like my wife and I poke fun at each other all the time. There's stuff that that she says that I'll call her out for saying something dumb or you know what I mean act, <laughs> acting stupid, and she'll do the same same thing to me. Um, so I think if you can just yeah be honest with each other, have fun. Fuck, just have fun with each other. Yeah, yeah. The, on the on the other end with me, me and my uh, my friends, when you go like a male to female relationship versus male on to male relationship, with us, we make you 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 the the communication is so much different because oh you kind of like. God. It's just a different style, right? So, like, you can you like make jabs at people and make fun of people. Like, yeah. my, with my <laughs> with my personal friends, like sometimes like we get on each other's nerves. And instead of arguing about like specific things that we're doing that are pissing each other off, we'll have like an argument about like video games, and it gets way more or sports or, or politics, and it gets way more heated than it needs to be. It's like so, like, the, pro- the proportion of how heated it gets is just ridiculous, but then after, it's like, it's almost as if you addressed the real issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's mm. all, it's, it's so funny. It's like a valve release or it's like you just release the steam and it just, you know, it's back, go back to, to the middle. It's pretty, it's pretty funny how, how that works. I, find it, I, I feel like women go to the, the issue directly yeah. a little bit more. I find it fun too when you've been hanging out with your guy friends during the day and then you go back and you know, I mean it's the evening and you're hanging out with your fiance or your wife and you'll just you'll call her like a piece of shit for something like she'll say something you're like yeah you're a piece of shit like oh sorry been hanging out with Rob and my buddies all day like here's another like interesting that, that, that sort of struck me yesterday is is okay so um, there's there's me and one other dude uh, like for the heavy jobs who comes out to give me a hand with the to Pianas and stuff but my boss uh, the woman who I typically just it's just me and her and she's she stands about five foot one and can't weigh a buck oh five soaking wet but I'll tell you something she can pick up the end of a car she's a little powerhouse (laughs) yeah but she said something yesterday because we were all just sort of almost like a locker room humor joking around and 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 saying some outlandish shit and she just went oh god you know what I love working with guys I went, what do you mean? Well, I just, you know, you can say more and get away with more. And I thought, there's a generalization, but there's one, a woman making generalizations about women and that's okay. Right. But if a dude were to say, oh, geez, I hate working with a bunch of women. I can't say shit. I can't say shit. You'd be you'd be catching a club in the face. <laughs> right? Oh, shit. I don't so know if you've ever heard. Have you ever heard the uh, the sta- uh, you know who Jim Jeffries is? Obviously, he does the stand up uh, about dropping his his kid off at the daycare. And he said, there's the one daycare lady that uh, will pick up his kid and be like, oh, my boyfriend's here and like hugging him and like, oh, my boyfriend's here for the day and just like playing around like, you know, I mean, the, the daycare provider. He's like, could you imagine if I was a fucking daycare provider and some lady dropped off her daughter and I was right. like, oh, it's my little girlfriend. I picked her up. It's You'd like, be in like, jail this- in an hour. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. And I, why why is there that imbalance? Like I know why there is. Within a historical yeah. context, there's a very yeah, good reason for that. I can tell you why there is. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? But hmm. have you ever seen a subway commercial? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you check out this documentary on Netflix, but uh, it's by Jeffrey Epstein. Not great. Every month, there's a I new know. documentary about some fucking pedophile. I was watching the. I was watching the. Uh, it's, an over, it, no, it's an overriding theme. Like one bad no, apple spoils the bunch. There's no you know? shortage of material, I guess. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. No, but I think generally, like the world is a lot colder to guys than it is to women. You know what I mean? And I, I get why, but. It's just one of those things where it's like chicks can get away with a lot of stuff that a guy can't get away oh, with. You know what I, I mean? think it's I think it's because we're un- pieces yeah. of shit and we've been pieces of shit for a long time and we don't deserve to live in a nice warm world. <laughs> nobody <laughs> nobody nobody will nobody trusts a guy off like like a man right out of the gate. Like you kinda have to earn trust. Whereas I feel like a woman, you know, it's a little bit of a different thing where like they go into a, a any sort of interaction and there's automatically it's like there's a little you don't you don't see them that they're, that they're you know they approach you you're like oh i don't think this guy's gonna this 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 lady's got any ill intentions but if if a, a strange guy comes up to you and asks you the exact same question like you're you're you got your back up you're like what the fuck is this guy bothering me for leave me alone i know yeah yeah it is just it's just a it's i just, you know it's it sucks because I really don't think there's that much of a difference between women and men when you really look at, look at it. I think guys have just as just as much just as many needs to to fit in and and be cared about and and whatever talk about their emotions as women do. It's just culturally, it's like not acceptable. Yeah. I think yeah, so that's much of it's guys cultural. Are, yeah, like so, you know what I mean. And guys, like they don't, you, you never have an outlet. Like especially like like my parents' generation. Fuck, like you're not. Good luck complaining. It's like what's it? I can complain, but nobody will listen. Like that's like the yeah. the motto of the fucking generation. Do you know what I mean? But like I don't know. You got to talk about shit, or you'll you're in prison. You know what I mean? Right. And that's well, why I'm, I was asking the the original question: is that there? there I I feel there's. In general, again, I'm using that word a lot. But there's there's a lot of dialogue that's missing, and it's dialogue that we would like to have but don't feel comfortable having. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I think that's really unfortunate. I do. Yeah, both ways probably too. There's stuff that we want to say you, that we feel uncomfortable you, saying, and there's I'm sure there's stuff that women want us to say but are scared to ask us to say, or you know, I mean, just right. to open up that vault, so to speak. Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Like it, it's it. Yeah. When you even when you know, I was thinking, geez, this would make for a great topic, but immediately it's like, mm, who well, am I going to so offend? <laughs> well, right? yeah, like, that's the world. That's the world we live in now. You can't. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, I think like I think our yeah. audience, our our audience is pretty forgiving of that too. You I know, think like so our, too. our listeners are this having these exact same conversations and understand that like especially given how long we've been doing this and how many episodes there are that we're not yeah trying to s- stir up bullshit or say no. controversial stuff just for the sake of saying controversial stuff. We're just trying to talk through some of these things that all of right. us are experiencing, you know. Exactly. Exactly. It's 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 almost as though have we, have we with our sensitivities and our uh our desire to not hurt anyone's feelings or be offensive. Have we painted ourselves in a corner into a corner where our our uh, advancement of understanding of other races, other mm. you know, the, the the other the other gender, male male female, those big overarching sort of 
themes have we painted ourselves into a corner where we have essentially made our furthering of understanding of one another has it become stagnant is it completely mm. you know damned up this is as far as we go because we're just afraid to talk and offend each other I just think in general, I think that I think that we have taken a, a massive step back, even from where we were, well, we'll say 40 years ago. Can you imagine a show like All in the Family coming out on TV now? Could you imagine right. Married with Children coming out on TV? Never in a million fucking years would those programs be allowed to come on TV now because they would be too offensive. How were they not offensive 40 years ago when people right. were a little bit less desensitized and a little bit more... Um, soft-skinned in my opinion and now it's now it's the opposite now how we're yeah. now everything is offensive and it's like how did that happen <laughs> like, and all and like no that mark that's a really good example because all, all in the family did not aim to canonize to 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 make a an example of archie bunker as a smart guy no like it was a, it was a here here is every white privileged republican middle-aged male in a nutshell yeah. Let's laugh. It's a general, here's a and, generalization of yeah. right, and we yeah. can't do that anymore. Somewhere yeah. we lost that, and I, and I, I think social like, media with I all think in the family. With all in the family, I mean, to me, that was a show that sort of, if if you were at the time a white middle aged man of privilege, that you probably sat back and went, "Oh my God, I look like an idiot." Now he, or I, I sound like an idiot, that. or I, I, that, think, that's what a stupid you, way of thinking. You know? Yeah, I just wonder. Do you think that's the case? I always wonder that when you when you go to a movie or something, and there's like a, an abusive husband or something like that. I always wonder if the abusive husband that's sitting in the theater with his wife thinks, "Oh, that guy's a piece of shit," or if he thinks, "Yeah, get her." You know what I mean? Like, mm. what does, what does do, right. do people act? Are people actually introspective enough to look inside themselves, see a character, look inside themselves, and say, uh. "Wow, those are all the the parts of me that I don't like." I think it's, they it's may- interesting. I think they, I, I think in they make justifications and say that their situation is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get, do you know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. like that guy, they would probably say, "Oh man, that guy's a piece of shit." But like when they look at it themselves, and that's not necessarily saying that they don't feel, they wouldn't feel like a piece of shit for mm. doing it. It really depends. I guess it really depends. I mean, I, mm. I you'd have to talk to. I, that's a that's an interesting question though. It's mm. an interesting question. But I've I usually. Everyone makes excuses for themselves, but when they're judging other people, they don't give them the same benefit of the doubt. Like Fair that's enough, usually yeah. what I, you know what I mean? Like if I steal something, it's fine. But if, but if the, I, I see somebody on CNN breaking into a Best Buy and stealing a fucking pack <sighs> of batteries, like fuck that guy. Do you know what I mean? Like if I, um, I don't know, cheat on my taxes, that's fine. But if this guy goes out and steals a TV, like fuck him. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. always, it's like. Everyone thinks that, yeah, everyone, it's, yeah, especially when you're talking about things about yourself, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's one thing to talk about like, oh, you know, men deserve more money or men, whatever I mean, benefit in for something like that, like passively. But when you're talking about like self-analysis, like most people, especially somebody that's beating their fucking wife, you know what I mean? Like on a regular basis, it's like, there's no, I mean, it's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we tend to be a lot more forgiving of ourselves and given free passes to ourselves yeah. than we do others. It's, uh, it's yeah. supposed to be. Uh, I heard they were going to be doing a remake of All in the Family. Jimmy Kimmel was going to be uh, producing it. They had uh, Jamie Fox was going to be uh, George Jefferson. Uh, I think Wanda Sykes was going to be uh, Louise. Wheezy. 
Wheezy. Um, yeah. I, don't, I, I can't remember who was going to play Archie Bunker. Oh, uh, Woody Harrelson was going to play Archie Bunker. Oh, um, that works. So, yeah. Well, but again, like I'm just curious as to what the dialogue of that show will be versus what it used to be. Um, because that show, like, if you watch it, it's it's still funny. Like, it's still you're just like, I can't believe they would actually get away with saying stuff like that. Like, it's I'm, it's an interesting look at Sanford and Son of the time. Yeah, San, Sanford and Son, Fred, Fred Sanford, Red Red Fox on a network primetime TV sitcom said the N word on a primetime sitcom. I, 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 I uh, yeah, you would never. Not no. in a comedy. You'd never see that now. Remember, I sent you, I sent you that thing yesterday. Those two uh, radio hosts in fucking Rochester that were saying not they weren't using the n word. They just kept saying the n word, the n word, and they got fired for it. Yeah, like they were. Well, was, yeah, but wasn't the line? You, wasn't the line? Were they acting like yeah n n wordy? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. it's one thing to say N word when you're discussing the N word, but to say you're acting N wordy, oh, it was you, you can't. I've do never that. heard anything like that before. I'm just like this yeah, is, and it was yeah. it was radio like ninety five point something in Rochester, like ninety five point one. Yeah, yeah. There you go. No more yeah, like, back in the morning, I guess. <laughs> Jesus, idiots. Oh, I know. Like, Did you hear the guy in the background too? Like, there's like he's like the producer. He's like, I, I don't think you can say that. Like, don't say that. No, I haven't. I haven't heard the clip. Oh, you haven't heard the clip. Wild. If you if I'd have been the producer, the only sound you would have heard is my car like, starting. I would have just, like, I, I'm like, I am out of here. I got nothing to do. With this. Splitter into spots, and off we go. Yeah, I'm going to fucking Krispy Kreme. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> you guys won't be. <laughs> you guys won't be. But I'm out here. Yeah, I'll be producing a new show tomorrow. Oh man, Crazy, man. I'm going so to meet. Out. Yeah, I'm going to meet the new hosts right now. <laughs> we we got Polly on the show tomorrow. Yes, we do. Yeah, we're going to do protest songs. Are you guys down with that? I've got two. I've got two protest songs. That, that, that's my list is two. I've got, and they're like exact opposite ends of the spectrum. Oh, mm-hmm. you know yeah, I, I love this idea. Three. I love yeah. this idea. I've, cool. you know, I've, got a, I've got a few. Yeah. Cool. I'm down. Actually, now that right I start on. thinking about the topic even more, I've got even more. So. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, there's, I used to like everybody. I don't, I don't know. If everybody's done this, but I definitely had a period where all I did was listen to protest music. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You go through sure. you go through fucking University of Toronto, a liberal university, and and that's what happens. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I I had my turn with the protest songs too. Anyway, I gotta go. Hopefully, uh, I, I, I hopefully my wife isn't down there gooching up the bathroom. Don't use that term. Hopefully she isn't dropping a gooch in there. Oh, no. Oh, no. My apologizing starts so early. Yeah, just start saying start saying sorry now, Mark. You're dead. Oh, hey, hey, Chris. Chris, dear Mark's wife stinks. I think she's got, like, some intestinal issues. Apparently, she oh. she peels paint. Jesus. Poor guy. Oh, man. There's our intro, ladies and gentlemen. Gooch right. <laughs> just got another meaning. Boy, boy I, didn't, I didn't like that one. That was a real gooch of an episode, wasn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> 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 All right, I gotta go. 
Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.